Hi, and welcome to Recap News, your only reliable source for real recap headlines arc to arc. I'm Kat, your DM, your faithful newscaster, and your gentle fava bean. Tonight's first story, when the world was created, it was created by the forces, which are omnipotent, all-powerful entities. They made gods and goddesses to guide the world. The gods and goddesses made a terrible mess of things and burned the world down. One human girl was granted divinity in this time of need. She lifted an island, called Estra, into the sky to protect the last mortals. This girl has been reincarnated hundreds of times and is still our goddess today. And today I have with me some very special guests. Guys, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Laika. I'm cool, boo. Uh, thanks, Kat. This is Fran. Thank you so much for being here tonight, guys. It is really an honor to have you all here in my recording studio. Oh, thank you for having us. Well, these are the goddesses' personal guardians, guys. They've been trained from a young age by the descendants of the beast gods, which gave the goddess her power. Can each of you tell me a little bit about yourselves and your clans? We'll start with you, Franika. Um, yeah, uh, I actually go by Fran, and I am a water soul genasi wizard. Um, a genasi is part elemental genie, so I have a great time with water. Uh, and I don't enjoy living on an island that is floating in the air. I'm from the Deer Clan, which was originally formed by the Deer God Sir Nunes. And I have an animal companion named Bay, who never lets me sleep in. Fran's very rude to me all the time and kicks me frequently. Fran is super cool, and I want to be your best friend. I don't like either of those answers. All right, on to you, Corbin. Who? <laughs> My name is Corbin, and I'm a crow. Uh, you're human, I'm pretty sure. No, no. Idiot. <laughs> Um, I am a druid, which basically means I can turn into animals and other cool shit. I am a member of the Crow Clan, uh, which descends from the Crow God Moonen. My animal companion is a crow named Burger Jurger, and if you hear anyone try to tell you that it's pronounced a different way, they're wrong. Corvin is uh, an idiot. You see, she's very mean to me. <laughs> Cor- Corvin's a guy. That I know. <laughs> Both mean. <laughs> and respect. Kind of. Likely story. What about you, Laika? Tell us a little more about yourself. I'm Laika. I am a tiefling paladin. I'm from the wolf clan, descended from wolf god Fenrir. Uh, my animal companion is Jinji, and she's my best friend. And that's basically what I'm about. Laika is honorable, friendly, and very easy to trick. Like as I guess, well, I was gonna say she's nice, but I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very good artist. She draws on her armor like that. Thanks, Corbin. <laughs> You're welcome. Tonight, I want to start with the beginning, episode one, so to speak. Tell me, meeting for the first time and meeting the goddess for the first time. On top of that, it must have been a lot. Please tell me, what was it like? Oh, hated it. Hated it. You hated it? Um, yeah. I I met these two fools and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna be real, they gave me a bad first impression. Really? I was I was really nice, I think, and really accommodating towards them and they just punched me and kicked me and threw me down on the ground. I can say for a fact that that's a one hundred percent bullshit. 
Are you, Corbin, are you saying that uh, Franika, your, your fellow guardian, is lying? She was late by like an hour. And she's <laughs> very mean. She kicked me. In fact, I was the one who got kicked. Uh, she said names. Like, she, called, she called me a human. Hold on, hold on. Like, Laika, can you shed some light on this? Can you comment? I think the goddess smelled like flowers and I wasn't paying attention to anything else. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. So why don't you guys tell me a little bit more about uh, your first impressions of our goddess? She was quite beautiful, regal. Smelled like flowers. Uh, didn't talk, no opinion. The goddess didn't talk to you? After Fran was unbelievably rude about the goddess not speaking to us, we were told that the current incarnation of the goddess is actually unable to speak. She does use sign language, however. They said that it's probably because the last goddess died young at the age of 18, and so she had to give birth to their new vessel in a hurry. And because of that hasty handover, there's been talk among the citizens of Estra that she may not be the real goddess. That's true. There have been rumors ever since it came out that this goddess is unable to speak, that perhaps this incarnation process didn't go over well, and that we have been living with a false goddess. But those are just rumors. The clergy have assured the people of Estra from day one that her divinity is present and pure. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about that first uh, team building exercise slash dungeon that you went into? I hear it's a pretty harrowing trial. Why don't you walk us through it? Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Corbin almost died, but didn't, which was disappointing. And then <laughs> you see what I mean? She's so mean to me. Um, and we solved some puzzles. We saw about a million tapestries, and we fought a giant bird. We did some sick stunts. We had some good snacks. Oh, me too. Yeah, good big bugs. A dead body. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Great recapping, guys. Really awesome recapping. Thank you. So so great. So Thanks. great. Now, uh, tell me, when you left your home in the woods and you entered Estra, what were your first impressions of the city? There's so many crows in the city, and they're all beautiful, and I wish I could look like them. Well, they were humans, though, and, and other types of mortals. They weren't... They weren't... Crows. No, I'm talking about the crows, you idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. The crows. Just see them. There's so many. Okay. My impression of the city is it's got a lot of delicious smells, and I'm really fascinated by humans since I grew up in the woods, just totally isolated from everything. So, uh, you know, I've walked around and sniffed a lot of butts and made a lot of new friends. I've been into the city several times, so I was just like, "Mm, seen it. See, and and so after all this new or maybe not so new uh, experiences, you had a pretty big upset on that first night, right? I don't remember anything that happens to me. <laughs> well, I do. First of all, all the birds in the temple aviary mysteriously died. Oh, God, of course I blacked that out. Thanks for bringing back that painful memory. All the birds died. So what, what happened next? The goddess led us to the aviary. Then I used my divine sense to track the undead force that had killed the birds, and we met a couple of troublemakers. Troublemakers named Lampshade, Shade, and Sean. Uh, yeah, they were shades, and we sensed that those were their names. They were attacking the goddess when she just wanted to bring our attention to the dead birds. We killed them, though, and no problem, I did a backflip. 
Wow, it's such a big first night, you guys. You must be setting records for the most guardianing done in the shortest time. <laughs> this fight with the Shades, it sent you down some pretty dark passageways in the palace, down to the Under Temple, where you found, well... Why don't you tell us what you found? We found evidence that there was a vessel of Vioni, the goddess of scavengers, kept prisoner down there. Oh my goodness! And was it still down there? No, but, you know, sort of came back around to bite us in the ass later. There was a big hole in the bottom of the under temple. And when I took my true crow form and flew out to survey the area, I saw a trail of enormous claw marks leading up to the edge of the island. So this thing escaped? It did a hell of a lot more than just escape. But I'd never heard anything about this. Wouldn't an enormous clawed monster be noticed in the city? It's a shape-shifting vessel, so it probably turned into, like, some kind of normal guy and walked off. Also, this all happened hundreds of years ago. We were told it eventually threw itself off the island, since vessels of gods go insane and destroy themselves once the god leaves the body. Oh, so the scavenger goddess Vioni left this vessel. So it's not a threat to anyone anymore. About that. So, after a vessel is created and vacated by the original god who used it, any other god can possess that body. So, another of the old gods was involved in this plot? Torva! By the forces! I'm remembering! One of the old gods, Torva, the conqueror, seems to be the main mastermind behind the shades, behind the incomplete passing of the goddess's consciousness, and even behind the original downfall of the world below Estra. Torva has been trying to take control of Esther from the goddess since Esther was raised. Although, before we started sniffing out his nasty plans, we hadn't seen or heard from him in hundreds of years. He and Vioni are also children of the same force, Rail, the force of war. And they've worked together in the past. It seems that Torva is currently using Vioni's shape-shifting vessel to cause chaos, and Vioni's whereabouts are unknown. So, it's been on Estra this entire time? It didn't actually throw itself off? Yeah, it faked its own death. How horrible. And it can shapeshift to look like anyone it wants? It could look like anyone. Maybe even a talented recap reporter. Speaking of my news reporting abilities, this whole time I've been thinking, although you three technically are her guardians... This was your first week on the job after a lifetime of isolation in the Great Forest. Why was the omnipotent goddess of Estra seeking your help? Shouldn't she have gone to her more experienced personal attendants or just solve these problems herself? <laughs> uh, two things about that. Our current goddess, although she seems like nice doesn't actually remember any of her past lives, so she's definitely not omnipotent. Like, she has goddess powers and stuff, but she also has fainting spells and amnesia. She's just been faking it to the public this entire time. She's magical and she smells like flowers. She's very nice, and when she touches my face gently with her holy hand, I cry every time. <laughs> and the other part of your question... The goddess's two main attendants, Cecilia and Cordelia. They're villains! They're villains. Right away we got the feeling that they were worshipping one of the old gods instead of the goddess. And as the week went on, it became clear they were trying to stop our investigation and were planning something bad for the Festival of Lights. They came up with a new weird chemical compound for the lanterns we send up into the sky during the festival. 
and they tried to get the designer to seal the exits from the temple square, and they wanted us guardians to be positioned far away from the goddess during the lighting of the lanterns. Most of that we put a stop to, but we couldn't find any hard evidence that there was anything wrong with the lanterns. Even though we did do sick science experiments. And old lanterns are better. Oh, my. With all that was going on, I can't imagine how you found time to attend to your normal duties. But one of our intrepid reporters spotted all of you going out on errands as well. Trips to the barracks, to the library, the restorationist, the forest, the restorationist again? Seems like something was going on. Can you tell us what you were doing during this time? And where was the goddess for all of this? Um, you know, so the goddess went missing. Um, for this period of time, she was gone. She was missing? She was missing. Don't tell anyone. Shh. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Thank you. Yeah, after we did our preparations for the festival, Cecilia and Cordelia whisked the goddess away to pray. But when we searched her rooms, she wasn't there. And she sent us a message saying she was being held captive, and that there was something Cecilia and Cordelia didn't want us to find out. So obviously we had some mad research to do. Most of that research surrounded Torva and the old gods, and everything that happened with Torva was a thousand years ago, so we went to all the oldest sources of knowledge we could. First, we use the temple library. So libraries are amazing places. <laughs> Full of spies. And books. One of those books was extremely damaged, which is why we had to visit the Restorationist. And then you threw the most epic rager Estra has ever known. Right. I remember this part. We had a party. We wanted to get the elderly smashed. We interrogated drunk old people. In particular, there was this elf lady who loved Jinji and told us all about Vioni's vessel and how it has no face. And, since the attendants wear masks, no one has ever seen the face of Cordelia. What a hilarious coincidence. <laughs> and I think that uh, Estra's most popular musical act, Fall Orc Boy, was there. Swoon over. Patrick makes their arms stumps. Uh, I'm actually quite a big fan of Pete Whence They Came myself. Well, I saw a lot of bleary eyes at the temple the next morning. But you three were busy all of that day, too. That's when you took your trip to the forest, correct? It must have been nice to go visit your families again. Uh, no. My adoptive family is the worst. Really? So the three of you all went to visit your family, Franika? The deer clan? Ugh. Yeah, we sure did. And Corbin, Laika, how was that for you? It was a nightmare. It was super awkward. Well, sorry, my mom is a giant deer who doesn't understand anything about me. What, uh, what did you accomplish with this horrible family meeting? Um, well, we uh, told the greater beasts about the fact that the goddess was missing. And can you tell us a little bit more about the greater beasts? Who are they? Um, they're like big animals and they talk kind of. Just big super, animals. They're super smart. Yeah. Uh, actually, the greater beasts are the animal descendants of the beast gods who originally gave the goddess her power. They come in crow, deer, and wolf varieties. Oh, wow. That's what I said. Big animals. <laughs> Those of us who live in the city of Estra, we've never been able to see them. It's great to hear an inside perspective on these powerful deities, which control much of our lives. The greater deer also told us that while they remember training Cecilia, they've never had a trainee named Cordelia. 
and she wears Deer Clan robes, so we don't know where she came from. Also, we called the other greater beasts, and my crow mom said that she was proud of me. And my giant grandpa, Zeroon, gave me a magic amulet to call him when I need his help. And they told us to go investigate the place where the vessel of Vioni supposedly threw itself off Astra. So tell me, what did you find there? A waterfall dungeon full of puzzles. I fell into a pit of spikes. Being a guardian is the worst. It seemed to be a secret passageway that the goddess and her attendants used to covertly leave the temple, and there was evidence it had been used recently. And it led to a temple servant's passageway. Wow, so all of that, and you just end up back in the temple. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you. It was very annoying. (laughs) And did you find anything at the end of this passageway? Um, Yeah, we found... um, a pile of robes, and a very disturbing necklace. Disturbing in what way? It seems to be a necklace that belonged to my guardian mentor, Alonia. Wow. And do you have any idea what that implies? Hopefully not that the shapeshifter was my mentor, but uh, you know what? We all, we all have crosses to bear in life. Except for that one, because Fran hasn't told us that yet, so we don't know that. This is, I can't believe you've been keeping this from us. It's okay. Your memories will be erased at the end of this segment. Well, there you go. Thank God. (laughs) Who am I? Not, Not yet. We've covered just about every place you were seen, but what exactly were the three of you investigating in the temple barracks? Better guards to protect the goddess? Possible shapeshifter activity? What was going on? We wanted to check out the hotties. Sports boys. Sports girls. We all loved it. Moving swiftly onward, after the waterfall dungeon, you finally found the goddess. But that reunion didn't go exactly how you anticipated. Now did it? So after we just spent days searching for her, the goddess turned up in her bedroom, where we'd already looked. And when we finally laid eyes on her, she passed out right away and went ice cold. And her attendant, Cecilia, started talking a whole heap of smack. She was terrifying. It was horrible. She basically implied that Torva had used Vioni's shape-shifting vessel to father the current goddess, which is why she can't speak and doesn't remember her past lives. And then she introduced us to Cordelia, the faceless wonder, who, surprise, surprise, turned out to be Torva in the vessel. He displayed his terrible godly magics, and it was the worst I've ever seen. I don't remember this at all. Ugh, Corbin. I peed my pants. I do remember that. (laughs) Well, thanks. I'm so glad. Yeah, just funny. (laughs) So you confronted them, and what happened? They... Did they just leave? Um, yeah, they walked outside the door and they just disappeared. So that that'll never that'll never come back to haunt us. <laughs> wow! Right out the door, right out the damn door. But then it was time for the festival, the big day everyone was waiting for. You spent that day running errands too. Oh, boy, you do keep busy. Mostly, what we tried to do that day was convince the goddess to not do the festival of lights. She did not care for that. She's very sensitive to the fact that people on Astra may not think she's the real goddess. We also tried to get them to not use the lanterns, but the goddess put a stop to that too. So you went through with the Festival of Lights. But we tried not to. But you did. I think the important thing here is that we tried our best. And then you joined the goddess at the Festival of Lights, one of our most cherished traditions, which went horribly wrong. 
when the lanterns hit the protective barrier around the island and it disintegrated, causing the entire city to break apart and fall from the sky, taking all of you with it. God, I wish I had Corbin's ability to repress bad memories. Well, any parting words before I put you back into horrible mortal peril? This is hell. Ah! I don't know where I am, and I can't remember what happened, so I have no opinion. Well, that's it for Recap News, everyone. Join us at the end of Arc 2 for more of the recaps that you can trust. (laughs) 